everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Bitch Breathe, and I am your host, Ricardia. I'm feeling a little bit charged today. I'm going to be honest. I was going through my Instagram feed today, and for some reason, I noticed a few posts around a certain subject. And these were heartwarming posts. These were posts meant to inspire, surely. I didn't have quite that reaction to them. So basically, the content of these little shared messages was, oh, mother who had given up everything for her children, who had cut back in work so she could support them with the sports or even with a sickness in some cases. It was always this idea of my mom sacrificed everything. First, you're inspired, of course, because you're like, wow, look what all the, the stuff she did. Look how strong this woman is. Look how she's done everything for her children. And I thought at some point in these videos, the father would show up in the picture, but the fathers didn't. And we'll get to that whole thing later. But I just thought it was interesting that these were inspiring or meant to inspire posts with moms who had given up everything for their children. My mom is my own personal hero. If you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know she's played a very huge role in my life in the shaping of who I am today, and I'm very grateful. And my mom also gave up a lot. By the time she had paid for my boarding school, where I had this huge scholarship and some other things, she had about 300 bucks to live every month. And I've never not been grateful for mom for doing that. And I've never not thought about that in my engagement with her. So I totally get the idea of mom being our personal heroes, and I don't want to change anything about that. And on that note, if as mothers we freely decide to dedicate our whole lives to our children, because that is our life, that is our dream, and that's the entire extent of our aspirations, why not? That is equally as valid as is any other mother or non-mother of non-mother of children lifestyle. So this is not about women who truly believe in making it their life's work to be there for their children. I'm totally with you. As a good feminist, anybody should be able to decide any lifestyle as a woman. So that's not what I'm going to look at today. What I do want to pay attention to is this whole idea of self-sacrificing mothers. And I'm absolutely for mothers being supportive of, I don't even want to have to like make a big deal out of that. I feel like I'm hardwired to support my child, right? And I want us to be that and I want us to be funny and the emotionally safe place for our children. I'm just asking that we stop thinking of these things as self-sacrificing or as pursuing this behavior to a point of self-sacrifice. And I'll tell you why. I think the whole word in itself, but the concept especially of sacrifice, it just reeks of religion and patriarchy to me. It begins with Maria in Christian religion, but I'm sure there are other religious tendencies that also have this sort of self-sacrificing, completely selfless female in their traditions. But the thing about that is what really bugs me is 
what about the males? Why, there's no self-sacrifice there. Okay, maybe they fought a battle or, you know, in some Bible stories, surely there's men who give up uh, something for their children. But that whole idea has never been perpetuated as much as Maria and how she had this child, even though it was out of wedlock and like all that other stuff. It reeks of religion. And if we want to say that we want to be in sort of a post-religious era or maybe in a more spiritual practice as opposed to a religious one, then I don't think we can put this self-sacrifice thing for mothers in there because what it does, it supports patriarchy. If it's only the mother or the female energy that has the ability and the willingness to self-sacrifice then that seems to me like guys are off the hook. And I don't even want guys to self-sacrifice because I find the whole idea a little morbid and warlike in some ways. And let's face it, what self-respecting dad wouldn't want to support his children? Of course they want to support them. But do we expect them to sacrifice everything for their children? Do we expect a male CEO to step down so that his children will feel like he's paying more attention to them, like he's attending their soccer games, or whatever it is. I've not heard it. If you have, please totally write to me. I'm going to write the guy a thank you note. No, but seriously. We always talk about women as the self-sacrificing entity of a parenting or indeed work-related relationship, but I don't hear a whole lot of men self-sacrificing. In fact, I don't know that I've ever heard those two words in one sentence, the man and the self-sacrifice. This isn't anti-guys, because I think as men, you also don't want your wife or the mother of your children to sacrifice everything for them if you have any kind of respect and love and you feel caregiving responsibility for your children who the hell wants to offer up their wives <laughs> on the altar you know like here you go you self-sacrifice everything and then we're done here doesn't make sense for men either so it's not about like anti-men or you know they have all the fun they do have a lot of fun <laughs> but it's about really stepping up the game and asking everybody to bring their most dedicated self to parenthood and not just the women and the problem with perpetuating this sacrifice this sacrificial mentality is that we let female energy go dormant what do I mean by that? Female energy is, of course, also caregiving. But that is such a reduction of what we are able to do and what we came here to do. Female energy means that you step into community, that you somehow, and I'm still working on this, tap into your healing powers because that's something that we know we have. You step into empathy. You up the game in terms of spirituality. If spirituality is your game... But there's so much more to female energy than just the caregiving that if we reduce everything that is female or worthy about female energy to just caregiving, we're not even close to our potential and we're not even close to be able to contribute to society what we came here to do, which was to build community, healing, great companies that have leaders with empathy, whatever that means to you. You know what I mean for you when I say female energy. We don't want it to go dormant. And what's the result of women doing this whole sacrifice thing? 
Let's look about this in a little bit more of a pragmatic context, if you will. So the woman who decides that she wants to be there for the children all the time, that's totally fine. But if a woman does this because she feels it's necessary or maybe her partner, male or female, is gone a lot. So somebody's got to be around for the kids, right? Somebody's got to check their homework. Somebody's got to be the safe haven for these children. And so she decides she will step back in her career or she will go part-time so that she can be around. This is a trap to me. Because what does that mean later on? These kids are going to move out one day. And then you will have worked part-time. Again, if you want to, totally fine. I'm not saying you have to define yourself by a career. But the problem is, and this is something a lot of abundance coaches are talking about in Berlin right now, is that you step into this trap where you will have worked part-time your whole life. You don't have a whole lot of money maybe available. If you're in a wealthy marriage or partnership, totally different story. But if you're like most of us, you got to make sure you're going to be all right when you're older. For one thing, in part-time, you're not going to make a whole lot of money, and you certainly won't be able to pay into any sort of pension fund. I mean, at least I know I can't. (laughs) I have to get organized some other way. And the other thing is, what if this partnership becomes dissolved? If you were married, maybe you get divorced. Maybe you even get a shitty deal after this divorce. And then what? Then you will have placed yourself at the mercy of this construct of self-sacrificial motherhood. And that to me seems like a really dangerous game for our health, for our financial future, and on a very, very personal level, when it comes to our purpose in life, our, our hopes and dreams. Again, if there were hopes and dreams that weren't maybe necessarily connected to just raising, and I'm not saying that just raising children's not enough, but if our hopes and dreams are not surrounded by just that, the family, then they too will be on that altar where you are getting sacrificed. Sorry, the, the language sounds a little strong. And like I said, I feel a bit charged about it because there still seems to be this whole badly veiled concept of patriarchy and perpetuating the woman as the weaker sex. And if you've listened to any of my previous episodes on topics like this, I always get a little charged. So please forgive me. And the other thing I want to say, though, let's look at this from the point of view of the children. If we pursue this self-sacrifice thing, we give up everything. We give up careers, hobbies, our ballet classes, whatever it is. And we have now placed ourselves successfully on this altar. We may very well be a legend in the hearts of others, in our children's, for example. And there's nothing wrong with that. But can we be sure that when we did that, we did so with a fulfilled heart of our own. Is it enough for me that I'm a legend in my child's mind, but never quite made it in terms of my own dreams, my own authenticity, my goal or my subconscious longing in this life? I know for me personally, I couldn't live with that. I don't want to be interrupted in what it is I'm trying to do as a human in this human experience. So to really understand that being a legend in the heart of others is wonderful But an unfulfilled heart of our own is quite the legacy to leave this earth with, I think. And coming from a constellation where I was the only child of a single mother, I have to tell you, yes, I'm grateful to my mom for everything she's done. But there's a burden connected to this. 
there's this burden of knowing exactly what I just said. Mom sacrificed everything for me so that I could have a better life, so that I would have it better than she did. But you see, I don't think we learn so much by this kind of self-sacrifice. I think we learn by our mothers role modeling for us what a healthy, fulfilled, and powerful life looks like. And to me, self-sacrifice, it can be powerful. And there is context always, especially when it comes to being on the right side of history, maybe, that we will be called to self-sacrifice. This I feel as much as I can, I get. I don't get it in the, I'm going to call it, more normalized context of regular motherhood or parenthood. So to just understand that if we give up everything for our children, our children may well be grateful if we're lucky, but they'll also understand the huge burden that that is. And it's a heavy one to bear. I speak from experience. There is the gratitude and there is the guilt. There's this guilt that mom didn't quite fulfill her purpose, that she didn't get to be that fully three-dimensional, fleshed-out, creative goddess that she probably came here to be. And that's a tough one to carry. And do we really want to put that on our children? And instead, what I think would be wonderful to see is if we teach our boy children that women are not just their equal, well, as moms, we're a little above you boys. <laughs> no, just kidding. But that we're not just their equals. We are powerful human beings who are very, very capable, or at least aspiring to be capable to live full lives of our own, separate from being their mommy. And that we teach our girls that they too can be dedicated, they can be committed, they can be kind, and they should be all these things but for the love of God, let's separate dedication from self-sacrifice. Because I really, truly believe that there has been enough female sacrifice if we go back in history. So much. And we have held these women high in high regard, hopefully. And we stand on the shoulders of these women who have sacrificed. But again, that's not the same thing for me. I think if you want to be on the right side of history, history will call us to maybe sacrifice aspects of ourselves sometimes. And I can only hope that if, hopefully I'm never asked to do this, but if I am, that I will find the courage to recognize that and to then maybe go forth and do that. But by the way, I also expect the guy to do it too, not just me. So to really look at how we raise our children, for the boys to not just let them get away with their charming little antics, but let them do part of their shares in the chores at home. And for the girls to know that you too can be a mother, but also be your own person with your own life, your own choices, and your own authenticity. And if we're looking for role models in the spiritual scene, maybe, could also be living role models, could be politicians, could be celebrities, whatever, but that we look for women who, yes, were very dedicated, who effectively led their companies, who led their countries, families, communities, whatever, but who did so from a place of power, not sacrifice, but power, because they wanted to speak up, because they felt the call, because they needed to do so in this life, 
not because it's what they should be doing because they're women and we're somehow genetically hardwired to lay ourselves on top of an altar so that we can then be sacrificed. And if we want to look at this in terms of spirituality, there are plenty of goddesses that aren't these docile, passive females. I mean, I have nothing against Maria and that whole story. I find the Bible highly entertaining in places. I'm sorry if I don't speak from the Quran or anything else. It's just the Bible is more familiar to me. No problem with that. I think there's a wonderful quality about females being on the receptive side who can maybe mediate conflict with this sort of softness and empathy and farsight. But that's not the same as self-sacrifice and being completely docile. I'm not a deer. I mean, I have big brown eyes, but I'm not a deer and I'm not caught in the headlights. So if we want to look at some of the goddesses who can truly sort of embody or show us what female power can look like, then there's this one goddess in particular. There's not a whole lot known about her, but I came across her in this wonderful book, Women Who Run With The Wolves, and her name is Baobo. And Baobo is super cheeky. And there's this legend that there was this, oh boy, I hope I can put it together. It's a Greek legend. And I think it's, there's a woman goddess looking for her child. And this child has been abducted by Hades, by the, by the underworld. And this mother, for the life of me, I can't think of her now. Is it Persephone? I'm not sure. But she's looking for her daughter and she's completely desperate. And she's crying, crying, crying. And then Baobo steps in, apparently, according to legend. And Baobo just lifts her skirt. And there's nothing underneath that skirt. And this mother goddess just starts laughing. She's desperate. She's looking for her girl. and She finds her later. But in that moment, that raw sort of sexual energy even, or just doing something completely unexpected, that was cheeky. That was funny. And that's why I love Baobo, because she's very sort of frivolous even, but certainly strong and funny goddess. And there's another one that I really love. I think I've brought her up in one of my episodes before. It's Kali. And Kali is depicted usually with a blue body and her tongue sticking out and she looks really fierce. She's got all these little heads, these shrink heads around her belt. But Kali is there for destruction and renewal. And this I love too, is that she has all this power, but she's not sacrificing herself. We can sacrifice aspects maybe, but not the entire life, the entire biography at the service of someone else. So from my heart to yours, I hope you find that Kali, that Baobo energy in your heart. And the next time you decide that you're going to give this up, oh, it wasn't that important anyway, who needs more yoga classes, or maybe that was a little too self-indulgent, and after all, the kids have a, have a game this weekend, think about it for a moment. And if you really absolutely must sacrifice your time, your energy in that moment, absolutely do so. We are parents. We got shit to do. But maybe also stay creative about finding ways where you are overextending yourself and where maybe your partner could take over or maybe the kids are just damn old enough to do it themselves. I hope you're well. I hope this finds you in good spirits. Sending love.